Well, hi everyone, and welcome to the Choose to Climb Life Without Limits podcast. In today's show, Geraldine and myself are going to talk about living in a continued state of stress. And although this time round we're not going to read it directly, we will make reference to chapter 72 in the book called Controlling Your Stress Response. My name is Derek Mayer and I'm your host. kick off today with some absolutely amazing, fantastic, even breaking news. Choose to Climb Reaching Your Personal Summit is now an Amazon best-selling book. In fact, we hit number three in the Amazon bestsellers list. I think, what was the books we, we, we beat Jelen to get there? I know, Eckhart Tolle. Eckhart Tolle. Who we love. The Power of Now. Um, <laughs> a book we've read. Uh, Asking It Is Given by Esther and Jerry Hicks. A book we've read. The Alchemist by pa- uh, Paolo Coelho, I think it is. A I hope I, I pronounced that right. Yeah, yeah, a book I'm going to read in the holiday. <laughs> but listen, uh, I would just like to take some time just to uh, say to how proud I am of Geraldine. And just congratulate her for uh, becoming a best-selling author. How weird does that sound, Jillian? It's kind of surreal for sure, but it's it's, it's to, to be in beside all these people that I have classed as mentors for years and read all of their material, and now I'm up there beside them is just mind-boggling, but in a wonderful way, <laughs> in a really wonderful way. Well, look, you absolutely deserve it, darling. Thank you. Thank you. So I also want to remind everyone, look, our our purpose at Choose to Climb is to awaken your consciousness to better choices. And I guess, I guess I would say our passion probably, Jill, our passion is to build a global community of like-minded people who can help each other grow. Yes. That's why we're doing these podcasts. I think together everybody achieves more. Absolutely. So listen, scientific fact beyond reproach long-term effect of continuous stress and the induced hormones from that stress will create dis-ease within your body which most people in certainly western society calls disease dis-ease scientific fact uh, so Geraldine I'm going to ask you to talk to everyone a little later on about and I'm preparing you now so, you, <laughs> so I'm not throwing you under the bus you know best selling author just to be able to respond to anything so I'm actually going to talk to you I'm going to ask you to talk about the endocrine system and explain to our listeners what the endocrine system is sure we'll, we'll probably ask is stress dangerous okay uh, and we're going to give everyone some tips on how to put your body back into homeostasis now I know you Probably most of our listeners don't understand what homeostasis is, so let me tell you, it is Geraldine's favourite subject. So many <laughs> In fact, it's what Geraldine does day in, day out, uh, in, our, in our current uh, day job, if that's the right way to describe it, Geraldine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here's the thing. We, uh, we live in stress all the time. In fact, we know... From modern neuroscience, modern psychiatry, modern psychology, modern sports science, 
that short-term stress is actually good for the body. And I'll give you an example of that. If you're playing a football match or a netball match, your body is stressed. I can assure you that is a highly stressful situation. But after the football match, of course, your 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 hormones begin to rebalance. That short-term stress is really good for us. The fact is that, you know, most of us today in our modern society live in continual stress. And I'll tell you one of the reasons we do so, and this might surprise everyone, I'm going to introduce a concept called WOPTAM. W-O-P-T-A-M. And I use it with a lot of my clients. And the biggest question, it's the biggest question that most of us are actually thinking about in a modern tribal society. It's a question we're asking internally of every person, and it's this. What other people think about me? That's the overriding question that most of us are actually asking, and it induces the fear of being judged. Most of us live in our modern society in a fear of being judged. So we, we're always in this at least heightened stress state based on what others think about us and keep up with the Joneses and all that stuff. You get that. So, Gerline, why don't you uh, why don't you kick off by at least explaining to people what our endocrine system is and how it works? Your endocrine system is really the motherboard for the body. It is the one system that controls all the hormone responses within it. Uh, now, most of the time, as long as you are in a calm environment or you are not under any expectation to perform to any degree that you find discomforting, you will be functioning at optimum levels. Everything will be as it should be. Your endocrine system is your pituitary gland, which is situated in the centre of the brain. The thyroid, which is centred in your throat, uh, which is actually the motherboard. The thyroid actually controls an awful lot of things. Uh, your adrenals, which are placed above your kidneys. And all these things working together along with the reproductive system that is also controlled by the hormones, that is what creates the balance or the imbalance within the body depending what the thought processes are in the brain that are either releasing or restricting the necessary hormones that keep your body in a state of homeostasis. Now, homeostasis is another word for body balance. That's the simplest way that I can explain it to you. Body balance is when there is enough of the good hormones balancing up enough of the stress hormones which leaves you in a state of homeostasis because there's balance there. Now as soon as you are in a situation that is causing emotional or physical distress it ignites the adrenal glands to produce more adrenaline and more cortisol. Both of these hormones are called the stress responders and most people will be able to make reference to them as the fight or flight response. So if you feel threatened in any way, this is what is going to come up in the sensory part of the body to tell you that you are at risk or there is fear or there is imminent danger. Uh, and it can't tell the difference between just being stressed because your boss needs a report at the end of the day or there's somebody coming at you with a knife. 
it's 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 simply it's simply the body reacting to a situation that it doesn't know how to cope with so it produces too much of these hormones and the the, the result of that is a chemical imbalance next so right, these hormones the, the, the adrenal gland produces the cortisol and the, the, the adrenaline, and, and that's good in short term doses. It is good. It's uh, putting yeah, it in. well, it is good because that's what gives you the. That's what I was talking about. With yeah, the, well, the yeah, football yeah, uh-huh. it's, it's good in short term doses. It's not. It's not a bad thing. You need to have it. It's a good response for the body to get to be able to get access to. But when you've got somebody that's in a um, a continued state yeah. of stress, now when I say a continued state of stress, you'll know if this is you because. Your eating patterns will be disrupted. You'll be running about, chasing your tail every single day. You're waking up till you go back to your bed at night. You'll feel lethargic. You won't have any energy. You'll be overwhelmed. You might feel ill. You might be irritable. You might be getting at people that are near to you that you actually care about and you won't really know what it is that's causing you to react in the way that you're doing the way that the way that you're reacting this way is because the body is an imbalance, and you've now got to a point where you've almost reached overwhelmment. And when that point is reached, your body has no response because it is a continued emergency condition, and it's due to the heightened emotions that you're expressing, and this causes the body to almost go into overload, and inevitably it has to shut down to cope. And the best way to explain this to you is it's almost like rebooting a computer. And you're going to do that like to yourself. So when your body goes into overload, it completely shuts down when it reaches a tipping point that it can't cope anymore. And when it gets to that point, you're at real dangerous risk of slipping into either depression or a serious anxious state that's continuous. But that is only going to happen to you if you're stressed for a very, very long time, Derek. It doesn't happen overnight or in a couple of weeks if you're having to meet a target. This is somebody that's living like this for a very long time. Eventually, they can't do it anymore. They go into overload, they shut down, and you end up being really... I mean, it really affects your mental health, which which is huge... In the news right now, I mean, the amount of people that are suffering from mental health issues, and a lot of them can be taken right back to conditions that are caused because of stress. It affects your, every cell in your body. It, it affects, affects your heart every, rate. That's right. It affects cell repair. Yeah. But it's long pain. So, so if someone, I'll give you a very simple example, because most people are saying probably right now we are listening to is, well, I'm not really stressed. Well, I can argue with that. You know, in her modern culture... You know, and in culture, stress is infectious, let me tell you. I know that from working with uh, many business leaders and many businesses. But in our modern culture, we're always living in a state of stress because we're always asking ourselves what other people think about us. Here's a scenario. Uh, I was recently working with someone who uh, their personality trait was that of continually reacting. They, oh, they didn't respond, and that's, that's when you know whether you're stressed out for long periods or not, you, you either react or you respond to situations. And over a period of time, this person was holding grudges uh, towards others within this particular company, and that changed that person's mood, and it eventually changed their whole personality and their whole and infected the entire team. And that's just coming from this person's 
poor self-belief and holding grudges against other people. So we can always be in states of stress all the time. So, Gillian, I was just wondering, what, what would be a good way of people under... You mentioned it, I think, but what's another good way of people... A question I could maybe ask as to whether they're under stress a lot. Well, I, I was making reference to the, the physical symptoms... Uh, if you if you're not sleeping properly, not eating properly, if you feel irritated all the time, if you're reacting all the time, if you feel lethargic, if you feel always tired all the time, and there is actually a proper name for this condition. It's called the maladaptive stress reaction. Uh, feel free to look it up uh, if you want. We tend to Google everything these days anyway, and that is when <coughs> excuse me, that is when the disease pattern in your body. Is that's caused by memories that are stored in your subconscious minds. It triggers a say an emotional pattern, and every time you do that, it happens over and over and over again. And when you keep doing it, and you do it enough, because every morning you get up, you're dreading the alarm clock going off because you know it's going to be a repeat of the day before. This is what causes the maladaptive stress reaction, and you have to learn to process issues to get closure over anything that's causing you continued stressful feelings or emotions within the body because if you don't step away from that or change jobs or change relationships or take time out to meditate or take time out to get a massage or do some exercise or listen to some music or go for a nice walk in the park anything that lowers the heart rate and lowers the chemical responses in the body allowing the brain the pituitary gland to produce serotonin, oxymycin and dopamine which all of these things that I've just listed will do for you these are the things within the body and the cellular structure of the body that will reduce the chemical responses that are overreacting from the adrenals which puts the body back into homeostasis So I heard there was the opposite of the maladaptive stress reaction which uh, you know, a lot of people are living in is the relaxation response that, that yes. physical state of deep rest it changes physical and emotional responses to stress. Yes. That brings your body back into alignment. We need yeah. to learn to disconnect, literally unplug from the world. <laughs> There's a chap that I listen to called Tom Bilyeu who calls it the Matrix, which I think is an absolutely amazing reference to what we're living in right now. So you need to be unplugging from the Matrix, whatever that makes you feel good for you, whether it is getting a good day out with your family and just enjoying the moment and, and being allowed to just feel the joy within that experience. If it's lying on a, a therapist's bed so that somebody can give you a really relaxing massage for a couple of hours, if it's going to the gym and pumping some weights and getting all your, your physical stress out that way, then all of these things produce the same result at the end of the day they raise the awareness of the person and, and the stress responders are all calmed down because of the amount of uh, hormones that are produced in the brain that then start to flood the body. And when you do that, then you're actually in a far fitter mental state to be able to deal with certain items of stress or challenges or hurdles that you might come across because you're in, when your body's in a state like that, you're far more able to pull on the resources then to cope with the short-term stress so it doesn't escalate into something that becomes difficult to manage. Yeah. 
So it's when it goes long term, that's when you know. Long term. A question I use uh, for people to check whether they're in stress or not, and it's quite simple. You ask yourself uh, periodically throughout the day, is this how I'd like to be feeling or doing or acting? And if the answer is no to that, then, then you're probably in a stress state. Uh, so, short-term stress is, is something the body absolutely needs. Fight or flight, which Geraldine mentioned, is, is an important part of our physiology and our history. You know, when uh, we were in the savannah, going through the long grass, there's only two questions we really asked ourselves when it was when they heard the when you heard the grass rustling in front of you where we were, you know, just out of the caves. And the question was this: Am I going to be eat or am I going to be eaten? Today we don't have to ask that question. Today there's no saber-toothed tigers uh, in our jungle. But what there is in our jungle is all our friends, family, colleagues, and everyone else uh, trying to trying to ask uh, what, what other people think about me and what other people think about uh, about you. So, Jerlyn, how do people, what's some of the techniques that you use in your therapy? And I would like to explain to people the power of mas- massage. Mm-hmm. And I would also like you to explain to everyone, or at least introduce everyone to the immense power Benefit of, as well. Benefit of meditation. Okay. If you don't mind. Uh, now, it's been proven that if you can go and have a massage somewhere, the recommended amount of time that has been measured through the scientific responses to the body with touch therapy is a minimum of 40 minutes. And the reason for this is because after 40 minutes, the body responds and can sink into a state of theta brainwave. Now, you're only going to do that as long as you feel that you can you you can relax under the hands that are treating you. So if you feel the trust in the therapist and you're prepared to let everything go and really relax into the experience, then it takes about 40 minutes. Now, what that really means is when you slip into this state, this brain state, it means that your conscious mind, which is situated at the front of your brain, is disengaging at this point. And your subconscious mind that is at the rear of the brain is actually engaging and it's opening up, right? So the reason for that is when you can do that, you can get to that spot, you are now open to suggestion. And this is the easiest way for me to explain it to you. So when you become so relaxed and you're open to suggestion, the next thing that happens within my own treatment room is I will apply sound cancelling headphones to you at this point. Now, I've already done a full massage of the whole back of the body at this point. So that's full back, full legs. You then turn over onto your front, your face up. I'm going to apply the sound cancelling headphones at this point. And I'm going to switch on a guided meditation. So that's someone talking to you through the headphones. And by the way, it's not me. Right? So <laughs> I don't know that you could listen to me like that in that kind of way. But once you do that and the headphones are applied, you're now in a relaxed, semi-conscious state and you are open to suggestion. Now, if you are suffering from 
heavy stress related experiences outside of that moment if you've got a very stressful job if you're a mother with three children and a full-time job and a home to run whatever it is for you then this will help you uh once you've got the headphones on and you're in a nice relaxed state it takes about another half an hour for the meditation to complete from start to finish and it's a guided meditation that also introduces you to visualisation and biannual beats. And a biannual beat is something that is constructed within the brain through sounds that are coming from either side of the headphones at different times to one another. And when you do that, they clash in the middle and it creates a biannual beat. And a biannual beat in the middle of the brain helps to reinforce what it is that's being said to you through the headphones. Now, it brings you to an, ex an incredibly relaxed state when you couple auditory therapy with touch therapy and all, all and uh, sensory therapy, which is all the oils and that that are used, essential oils or bespoke to whatever it is that you are presenting with at the time. Now, all the guided meditations are different as well. It's not one, one size fit and all here. It depends what challenge you have. But the results that have been uh, experienced within my own treatment room when I have conducted this therapy is really quite astonishing. People say they feel a level of peace that they've never experienced before just in completely disconnecting and letting themselves go and absorbing the messages therein that they're listening to. And when you do that, it doesn't change immediately. The key here is, and I think we spoke about this in one of the other ones when we were talking about knowledge and learning new things, you must do it consistently for 30 days. You must listen to this meditation or other meditations consistently for 30 days in order for that to take root and to really make a difference to the level of stress that you're feeling so that you can begin to reverse that state and get back into control so that you feel far more equipped to deal with life and all the challenges that it'll come at you with. That pretty much sums it up. Sorry it was a bit long drawn out, but, but that's kind of what happens. I don't know that you can get it anywhere else. To my knowledge... Um, I think I think it's available in America, in New York, from my studies. However, I don't know what pattern it's in. I think they, they do a massage and then they go away and leave you with headphones on, uh, which I could also do if you prefer that. But I, I couple the whole lot together because I find when you do touch therapy, massage, and you do auditory therapy at the same time, people are so out of it at that point, they don't, their brain can't get confused by thinking about other stuff. So like, you know, what make from a dinner and things like that, because they're too busy listening to what's happening and they're already state, they're already sliding into a state of unconsciousness. So it completely distracts, it disrupts all the brainwave states and it allows for real change to start to happen. And Okay, so I should, I should explain, as well as being a best-selling author, Geraldine is also a complimentary therapist and she has come up with these te techniques through, I guess, years of study, Geraldine, and years of practice. Yeah, just, just and research and seeing what would work and then just coming up with an idea of coupling the whole thing together 
and doing a few case studies on people to see what the end result was and it turned out that it was actually a really great response that came back from doing them all together so it's now something that I offer um, to anybody that wishes to try it out to see if it can make a difference to them. So listen, a few things you mentioned there you mentioned a lot uh, makes you open to the power of suggestions. I just want to explain to everyone what you mean by that. So so listen, meditation connects us to our source energy. It, it really does. The key to meditation is it suspends all our beliefs. Good beliefs and disempowering beliefs. It suspends all of our beliefs. And generally mentioned earlier, it increases serotonin levels, uh, which gives a general sense of, of, of well-being. Is that, is that correct, Jimmy? Absolutely, yeah. It also creates this platform for visualisation and affirmations, all the things we talk about. So when you're, when you're doing a meditation, when you are self-meditating, or when you're doing a guided meditation, and we will provide some access to some of our favourite guided meditations after the podcast, generally to, to our members. We'll put website. it onto the website. It would be the we'll, easiest place for them to get access we'll to it. We'll put it onto our members' website. So... It's getting from this state of continual stress and whether you go to the nth degree when we're saying, well, you may be in the verges of depression or anxiety, we're not saying that, but it's continually rebalancing your body and putting your body back into a state of homeostasis so that it can cope with the challenges of the next day and you're responding to things instead of reacting to things. So meditation really is a way of rebalancing and suspending everything. Jillian mentioned the word, and I love this word, I use it a lot, you need to learn to disconnect. And there's maybe some big butch guys out there saying, well, you know, going for a massage is not for me. Well, it should be for you. It should be for absolute living. What was the quote? How many How many minutes of massage? Is 40. It? 40 minutes of massage. Mm-hmm. I heard you say it was equivalent to eight hours it's an hour an hour of massage is equivalent to eight well to the body it's the equivalent downtime and regeneration of about eight hours of sleep yes who on the call who on the show today <laughs> would really like to cram eight hours of sleep into one hour you, you know very powerful stuff the other thing you can do folks is you can go to the website www.choosetoclimb.com and you can download uh, from the website, from the Choose Better webpage, you can download a, a white paper bureau on visualisation, affirmations and meditations. So generally, I also want to talk about, uh, you mentioned the subconscious, and I'm not sure if all of our listeners understand the subconscious. Every single cell in your body is interconnected, so your mind is actually, it's not your subconscious mind, it's actually your entire body what happens in the subconscious is reflected in your body it's reflected in every cell in your body so when Jelly's talking about creating a way of being more open to the power of suggestion what that really means is that when you're in this deep relaxation state through meditation Mm -hmm. you are in touch with your core beliefs you can actually start to rewrite or create better beliefs that will serve you far better and you can do that through affirmation like we do in the book mm-hmm. and you can do it through different visualisation techniques as well so Geraldine, 
almost time to wrap up, but I also want to just mention the fact that, and, and you can jump in here after me, <laughs> the other thing that causes a lot of people stress is that, I think you're right, we, we know we reference this in the passage, passage 72. Mm-hmm. Most people are living the past, and what I mean by that is they form emotional habits and recall these habits over and over again, and that determines how they respond or most likely react to different situations. So, so quickly, if you can, ex- expand on what we mean by you know, people living in the past and how that affects them, the, the, the stress, maladaptive stress. If you, if you live in the past and you've, got, you've maybe had um, some tough experiences, whether it's through interactions with difficult people that have caused an emotional mark uh, on you somewhere... Uh, I don't mean physical, I mean mental, if they've hurt you in some way. If you've been witness to an event that was extremely traumatic, if you've lost somebody that was close to you and you're finding it difficult to get back on track, all of these can cause you to sink into maladaptive stress reaction and it's because you are recalling the emotion attached to the event every single day you get up and open your eyes you immediately go into a situation where you become expectant that the day ahead will be exactly the same as the one that's just went before and for the next one and the next one and the next one. So you're basically setting yourself up for misery. But if you can learn the art of being quiet, listening to your inner voice, disconnecting, disengaging you will be able to move away from that fear response and into the arena of possibility. And when things become possible and you anchor them to hope, then everything that you actually want to see realise becomes, it can become a reality for you because you're no longer trying to fight the emotions that have been attached to things that have kept you in that camp for way too long. And here's another big stressor that, uh, well said by the way, here's another big stressor that we get in life, you know, it's a fact that people in our modern society, especially kids, are exposed to far more negative suggestions, far more destructive suggestions, you know, probably ten times more than our parents ever were when you think about the news, uh, when we talk about maladaptive stress reaction, I also want all the parents uh, whose kids are playing Fortnite, you know, eight hours a day when they come home, you know, what, what's that doing to their endocrine system? What's that? Everything in balance, folk. everything has to be in balance. So uh, our modern tribal society creates stress naturally. Uh, and, you know, we have to become aware of our own emotions, which is really the gateway and whether we're in, you know, the maladaptive stress reaction mode or not. So, Jeremy, hopefully I've given the listeners some some things to think about, mm-hmm. some techniques. There's a strategy in the book, page mm-hmm. 72. There's a strategy that goes with, it, with this. There's mm-hmm. also a, a, an affirmation that uh, you can use. But research meditation. Yep. Try it. We'll put some varied meditations for all our members on our website for you. And look, oh, sorry, let, let, let me give you a very quick takeaway as well if you're listening and you don't really know how to start all this. 
the most simplistic form of meditation is controlling your breath. And what that basically means is sitting in an upright position or in a, in a, in a lying position somewhere that you're comfortable, closing your eyes and just listening to the breath going in through the mouth and out through the mouth, okay? And allowing that cavity space where your lungs are to rise and fall and being aware of that. Now, you can start to do that for just 10 seconds. Just 10 seconds because your mind's going to wander. It's inevitably going to happen. It happens to every single person that starts this process. You're going to drift away. Your thoughts are going to interject and you're going to get lost in the mix somewhere. If that happens, just come back to your breathing and start again at the beginning and gradually build up to about five minutes. If you can master that and do it every single day, look, you deserve this. Five minutes to yourself just to get centred for the day ahead and concentrate on your breathing. It changes everything. It slows down your heart rate. It slows down the body responses and it allows you to gain that control necessary to be balanced for the rest of the day and not put yourself into a reactive state. Just try it. Try it for a week. It's something you should be doing every day, like brushing your teeth. It should become a habit. And when you do, it really will change your life. People in the Orient teach this to their children from the age of three. So as soon as they become um, aware to speak and they're familiar with language and things like that, they introduce this into their daily practice and it really does change that individual uh, as they grow up into uh, into their youth and into their adulthood. So I would, str- I would strongly encourage you to give it a go. Uh, there's loads of YouTube videos on this and information on the internet if you've got access to it. So look it up, check it out, give it a wee shot. If you're feeling a wee bit stressed, take yourself away to a quiet space, a quiet room, uh, a park outside in nature and just sit for a minute, shut your eyes and just think of the noises all around you and concentrate on your breath. It'll and change your life. As we said in the lad last podcast, you need to be grateful. You need to be grateful for the, the, the clouds in the sky uh, and everything in your life right now. I'm just you, You've just reminded me, generally of my meditation journey 10 years ago or so when I first started to meditate and do that very technique. The breathing technique. Breathing technique. Yeah, that's I, how it all begins. I dare anyone listening right now <laughs> who have not done it before to last 10 seconds without your mind drifting yeah, away. Yeah. I, I mean, it sounds I, ridiculous, but I, 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 you I, will. I you'll, you'll start thinking of really, really, really silly stuff that happened during the day or something that's coming up tomorrow and then you'll get lost again and you'll go, oh, geez, that doesn't work. I've, I can't do this. I can't do this. You can. But like anything else, Rome wasn't built in a day. It takes immense practice and commitment and discipline to be able to see this through to its natural end. But honestly, the benefits are there if you stick with it. So become aware, folks, of what you're feeling, what you're thinking and how you're acting and how that actions are affecting everyone around about you and your timeline. That's the my first, you know, my first lesson was to become more aware of my thoughts, feelings, and actions, and you can use that as well. So, Jalen, is that a quick? Is that a takeaway? That's my takeaway. That's my takeaaway. I, uh, I was, I, I actually had something else in my mind there that I was going to say to you, and it's, I've, it's gone. I've lost it. I can't remember what it is. Maybe for the next time. You're not present <laughs> enough. Sorry. You mean you're not present enough? No. <laughs> Her mind's wandering. Listen, you need to meditate, okay? <laughs> Well, I'm human, I'm not perfect, I don't claim to be. Okay, here's what's going to happen. 
a lot of people that are listening will get really inspired and they still won't take any action. The real difference is the support infrastructure that you have around about you. If you're one of these people that, that goes to the seminars, that listens to things in YouTube, that listens to podcasts like ours, and it's still not changing for you, you're still not taking that inspired action, or maybe you are, and it's not being consistent, the difference is in your support system, your support structure, and that's why we're here. If you could have done it on your own by now, then you would have. Period. So I challenge you. I challenge you to climb. I challenge you to become a climber. I challenge you to go to www.choosetoclimb.com and join us as a climber and get access to some of the material that we're, we're providing to our members uh, you know, th- throughout the globe. So thank you very much for listening. Uh, I was inspired to listen to Geraldine. Let me see that. The best-selling author, (laughs) Geraldine. (laughs) uh, That's never going to get old, is it? That's never, that's just going to be the the gift that keeps on giving. (laughs) And I'm inspired thinking about all you folks taking action. Hopefully I'll introduce you to a wee bit about Stress tonight, short-term, short-term stress is actually good for you, it impels you, it strengthens you, but when you're in this long-term stress mode, it leads to, to mild up stress reaction, and that's where things get uh, not good. Yeah, that's where things start to go wrong. Absolutely. So, break and the pattern, shift the paradigm. Can I just very quickly say just one more thing, just when you said that the other day, it just reminded me. If this is you and you're recognising this is you, this isn't just about you. Just remember that when you have reached this point, every single person that you interact with is going to be affected by that emotional state that you're emitting. So please be aware of that and set about uh, putting a stake in the ground and some processes to start to change it because it's quite difficult to be around people that are in a highly stressed state and it man and it's manifesting in maybe uh, anger or disdain or anything like that. So please be aware of that and start to change it today. Okay, folks, have a fantastic week yes. and choose to climb. Choose to climb. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.